Okay, here we go. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to a very special of Legal Dish. What is NPL Legal Dish? And who is this lady on the internet? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, first of all. I'm the host of the show and the owner and operator of NPL Consulting, LLC. I'm going to explain what that means just a little bit. But this is NPL Legal Dish. This is my live broadcast that is usually Monday through Thursday, where I teach um, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Usually, I'm on Monday through Thursday. However, because we had a show on Wednesday... I promised a makeup episode on Friday. So I love you. And like I said before, it's not like you have anywhere to go. You just want to hang out with me and learn something while you do it, okay? Now back to uh, what what else it is that I do. So uh, I am the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is business paperwork together. So things like registering your business with the state, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, hunting employees properly, uh, basic strategies, basic, um, anything that you need to secure the foundation, the legal foundation, foundation of your business. I help you achieve that. Um, why am I qualified to help you achieve that? I'm so happy that you asked. Uh, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, <clears throat> excuse me, hospitality, education, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Hi, Kels Butter. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school, or but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Uh, yes. So if you, um, you know, while you have this downtime, because everybody is supposed to be at home, unless you're an essential employee, don't be out here like those crazy spring breakers who are out paying attention while you have the time now. If you um, are working on getting that, working that side hustle into, you know, a full-time business or you need to take that, um, that business to the next level and you to, you need to revamp some paperwork in order, now is the time to do it. And I can help you do that. How, how you connect with me. You go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to do multiple things. The first thing you're going to be able to do is book a free 15-minute consultation if you're a first-time client, okay? You're also going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet. That is going to help you define and uh, begin your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, you will also be able to get a month um, I call the DUNS number your business passport. It's going to take you places that your EIN number is not going to be able to. You need a DUNS number if you're trying to get your products into big box stores like Target, um, you know, and all of these stores that need suppliers because they're running out of supplies. If you want to be a supplier, you need a DUNS number. If you want to get a federal contract, maybe you have a service that the, that the um, country is desperately in need of right now. Wink, wink, wink. One of the first things that you're going to need to secure that contract is a DUNS number. If you are trying to get a loan approval or a line of credit for your business because you need some some extra you know injection of cash to extend during how they check your your business's credit history okay so Dunn's numbers are very important and I have an entire workshop I did on it and you can get that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm as well really great news um last week no a couple of weeks ago I did uh an interview for War Cry, the War Cry Radio podcast, and the episode came out today, and you can also find the link for that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, okay? So linktree forward slash NPL is where you can con connect with me on so many different levels, so I encourage you to go there, check out what I have going on, and I can't wait to talk to you, all right? Now, back to the show. 
The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories that um, I've seen on, like, you know, the Shade Room or whatever entertainment blog sites or wherever I found on the internet, and I pull ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them. Hello, who's that? I can't see who that is. Say hi. So I I saw a picture pop up. Um, Yeah, so we discuss these stories. Hi, Mickey Blue Eyes. Um... Oh, hey, hey, Miyasha. So, and when I say discuss, I mean discuss. So I'm, I am going to ask questions. I'm going to ask you to put emojis in the box. I'm going to ask you to give your opinions on things. So I need you to pay attention, all right, to the facts of the story so that we can make, you know, um, informed uh, opinions and participate in these discussions, all right? So that was a pretty long introduction. Uh, so we are going to get right to it, Okay. Um, happy captivating by Angel. How are you, my dear? All right, so we are gonna get started again. Invite your friends, y'all. It's Friday night. Y'all ain't got nowhere to go. Why don't we hang out and learn something together? Okay. <laughs> First story that we are talking about. Um, has anybody seen the 1966 documentary called Endless Summer? If you have seen the 1966 documentary called Endless Summer. Hi, Chosen71, type 1966 into um, the comment box. If you have seen the 1966 documentary, Endless Summer, give me a 1966 in the comment box. Um, And Endless Summer, the summer, it was a documentary basically following some surfers and how, you know, they basically chase a summer all around the world so that they can keep surfing. And if you do that, you basically have one, you know, it's summer um, all year round for you. But, um, yes, hey, yeah, so we are talking uh, about um, Endless Summer, or more appropriately, the, the company that produced this documentary, Bruce Brown Films. Um, and this company, Bruce Brown Films, while it did not cost them a lot of money to produce this documentary, uh, this, this, it was very popular. It really resonated with people. And since then, they have been able to make a lot of money, um, a lot of money, uh, you know, selling merchandise for, um, based on this documentary. So, you know, clothing, mugs, things like that. Be captivating by Angel said, so they don't have jobs. Well, I think, um, I have not seen the documentary myself, so I don't know how these, um, surfers maintain their lifestyle. I know that now there are surfing competitions. I don't know if there were any at the time that this documentary was made, um, but maybe they were independently wealthy, you never know, or maybe they just live very simple lifestyles, some people, you know, they don't need a lot to be happy, um, and, you know, you, when you figure out the lifestyle you want, you adjust your lifestyle to, you know, yourself to fit that lifestyle, so I'm not sure if they had jobs or not, anyway, but, um, so, Endless Summer, the documentary, uh, a Bruce Brown Films, this company that produced, Endless Summer, they are suing uh, Nike and Foot Locker. Um, why are they suing Nike and Foot Locker? Before we go into the details, hi, Cigar Chris R. If you looked at my stories um, a little bit earlier this afternoon, there was a photo that I posted and I asked you guys if it was too close for comfort. Um, one of them was a poster, the one on the left was a poster of the actual documentary, Endless Summer, and the other was the picture of a Nike campaign that also said Endless Summer, but it was in different font. Now, keep in mind, 
Bruce Brown Films. They do have a trademark on the phrase. Yes, you saw it be captivating by Angel Awesome. Keep in mind that Bruce Brown Films does have a trademark on the phrase "The Endless Summer." So they have a phrase on. They have a trademark on that phrase for merchandising. So when they make shirts and mugs and you know whatever else they make、um, with "The Endless Summer," that is actually a trademarked phrase. Here's the problem. Nike and Foot Locker they have started a marketing campaign and they borrow the name and elements from the film. They um they on the poster that you see in my stories, um it is a it's a poster and it says Endless Summer and the color scheme is very similar to the color scheme of the uh the documentary poster. Okay, um, so. From film in the summer, orange blue. So Bruce Brown Films is now suing Nike and Foot Locker for trademark infringement for you know trying to bite their style. So if you were able to see those pictures in my stories, if、um, or see that picture in my stories of the movie poster versus the Nike marketing campaign, what do you guys think? Do you think that Nike and Foot Locker that they copied Endless Summer? Do you think that there is a reason to file for trademark infringement in this case?、Um, Be captivated by Angel said Nike needs to go on and pass out some coins. I agree with you.、Uh, Be captivated by Angel. This is not the first time Nike has done something like this. Remember, we talked about them a few months ago because they were in、um, uh, they were in a, a big tip with Fleet Feet over、um, running changes, everything. And remember, they spent like almost twenty million dollars on that on their on that campaign. And the judge said, "No, no, no! You stole this from Fleet Feet, and Nike was not able to use that campaign. So, how? Why would you go from a campaign that was denied to you because of trademark infringement to another campaign, and you're again being sued for trademark infringement? Something is going on in the offices at Nike. They need to check out their processes. If you guys remember when we had Martin Mango from Seedbox Digital on here talking to us." About logos and the process of developing logos. These companies like Nike, they are so big. They have departments. They have entire departments that are dedicated to marketing and research. So when you see things like this in the marketplace, when you're thinking, "Oh, that looks like such and such," and it's a big company like Nike, there is a 99.9% chance it is completely on purpose and usually without permission. So I hope that Bruce Brown Films. You know, whatever they're suing for, it was not made clear how much they are suing for in、um, in the case. But I hope they get their money.、Um, Kells Butter said, "Yes, they should. If they already had a trademark, Nike needs to pass out those coins like captivating, like be captivating by Angel said. That's right. Like I don't understand how a company as big as Nike is out here taking L's like this. Why are you? Why? Like I, you're a multinational company. You can hire." A creative team. Why do you feel the need to copy existing campaigns?、Um, Be captivating by Angel or said or it sounds like someone is sabotaging. Hmm. Might there be a mystery in Nike's、uh, board of directors?、Uh, is somebody trying to take Nike down from the inside? Hmm. That is a very interesting theory. Be captivating by Angel. We will have to wait and see. So either either way, whether it's somebody who's doing this on purpose and trying to take Nike down, or Nike is just being lazy,、um, 
it's wrong and Nike needs to uh, figure it out. Okay. Uh, so we are going to move on to our next story. And that's actually our final story for the evening. Like I said, um, like I said, it's going to be a short show because we only had two stories, but this next one is actually pretty, uh, pretty recent. Um, okay. Does any, has anybody here ever heard of the, uh, rapper formerly known as Takashi 69 or by his legal name, Daniel Hernandez? If you, um, know who Takashi 69 is, give me a, give me a rainbow emoji because he has rainbow hair. Oh, Be Captivating by Angel said, perhaps Reebok already passed out some coins. What do you mean Reebok? I'm not sure what you mean by Reebok. Um, uh, <laughs> Be Captivating by Angel. Okay, uh, so be, for those who don't know, like, Be Captivating by Angel, there is slash was a rapper from out of New York. His legal name is Daniel Hernandez. His stage name was Takashi69. Thank you, Violet Tile Creations. They know, Violet Owl Creations, they know who Takashi69 is. His stage name, <coughs> okay, anyone in competition with Nike? Yeah, his stage name is Takashi69. Um, he... He, <laughs> Chosen 71 said Treyway, yes. He was recently sentenced to two years in prison. He had been, um, indicted on federal charges for, like, um, gang activity and racketeering and all sorts of things. Um, and he has a lot of tattoos on his face. He's, if you see him, if you've seen him, you know who I'm talking, he's very hard to miss. Um, Anyway, Takashi had been on, you know, prior to his arrest and conviction, he had been on an upward spiral. You know, he had really popular songs on the radio. Chosen <laughs> 71 said snitch. Um, you know, I'm not in that man's shoes, so I'm not going to judge nobody. Um, but he was, he, you know, he had songs on the radio. He had a collaboration with Nicki Minaj. I think he had a song with 50 Cent. Um, either way. Anyway, so Takashi 69 was out here, right? Um, and apparently he had gotten an endorsement deal with Fashion Nova. Um, they had paid him in 2018. They paid Takashi 69, $225,000 to promote their brand on Instagram, um, to mention them in one of his music videos and to mention him in some song lyrics. Um, now, uh, after they gave him this money, um, Takashi, got arrested and was charged and was on trial and ultimately convicted for, uh, you know, whatever charges he got. Okay. Um, now here's the thing. Fashion Nova is saying is, is suing Takashi 69, um, for their money back plus $2 million in damages because hi, highs and highs and I am him. Um, hi 76 Grim K. They are suing Takashi 69 for $2,225,000. So they're suing for their $225,000 plus $2 million because they said that this entire thing was a plan to defraud Fashion Nova. They're saying that Takashi 69, this entire deal for endorsement, hi, Amelia, they did it, um, Takashi and his entire crew did it so that they could basically steal money from Fashion Nova, and they never had any intention to promote their, um, to promote their brand, you know, either online or in the music. 
Um, they, why do they say that Takashi, hi expat to you, expat UK to USA. Yes. Why do they say it was a plan to defraud? They say because, um, Takashi's 69 and his people, they actually went to Fashion Nova. They, 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 Fashion Nova did not come to Takashi 69 asking him to endorse their things. Takashi 69's people went to Fashion Nova and was like, hey, you know, we're out here, we're doing big things, you know, you know, if you want to run us some money, we'll promote your brand. Um, and you know, after they defined this deal, you know, they, they signed on the dotted line. Remember when you have a contract, you have three things. You have offer, acceptance, uh, you have offer, consideration, and acceptance. So the offer was, hey, I will promote all, I will promote your brand on my, um, you know, social media and in my music for $225,000. The consideration, meaning the money, wh- why you're promoting, you know, on social media and in music is the $225,000. And the acceptance was Fashion Nova, you know, clinching this deal, everybody signing on the dotted line, okay? So you had offer, you had consideration, and you had acceptance, right? Um, but because Takashi 69 was arrested and ultimately unable to fulfill his end of the bargain, Fashion Nova is now saying that Takashi 69 never had any intention to promote Fashion Nova and that as soon as he got the $225,000 from Fashion Nova, he gave it to his friends and they spent the money and now Fashion Nova wants their money back. So, it's not a dispute that Takashi 69 has not performed his part of the bargain. He got he he hasn't. He got arrested. He hasn't been able to. Nobody's heard from Takashi 69 or Daniel Hernandez outside of the trial. Plus, I think he's supposed to be going into witness protection or something like that. Whatever. Um, however, do you think that this was a plan by Takashi 69 to steal $225,000? from Fashion Nova, or I like my style beauty, or do you think that this was just, you know, an unfortunate, um, unfortunate timing, an unfortunate circumstance? Do you think that Takashi69 was, had every intention to promote Fashion Nova, however, due to the situation surrounding his legal, um, um, his, his legal goings on, he was unable to. So do you think that Takashi 69 did all this on purpose? Or do you think this was just kind of a coincidence that he was arrested after he received almost a quarter of a million dollars from Fashion Nova to promote their brand? What do you guys think? My talking is not matching. It looks like I'm behind. Okay, well, when it catches up, let me know, um, but I still would like to know, uh, would like to know, you know, your, your thoughts on the subject. Be Captivating by Angel said, what did the fine print in the contract say about negative legal issues? Well, we don't know because we don't have a copy of the contract. All we really have is, um, before us to make our decision right now are the facts before us. Did Takashi 69 received $225,000 from Fashion Nova? Absolutely. That is not in question. Is the money gone? Absolutely. That is not, that is not in question. What is in question for me today is, was this a plan by Takashi to defraud Fashion Nova of this money? Do you guys think that he just took the money and basically knew that he was going to jail or, you know, just didn't want to promote the things? Or do you think it just so happened 
that after he made this deal, he was arrested for, um, you know, and charged with all of those things. What do you guys think? I personally think that this is just a coincidence. Um, I, I, you know, I used to listen to The Breakfast Club. I haven't in a while just because I like to listen to podcasts in the morning. Um, and Takashi69, he was on there. And when I, um, Be Captivated by Angel said, who swindles that kind of money for friends? Well, the thing is, swindling for friends, that is Fashion Nova's take on the situation. Fashion Nova is the one saying that Takashi69, you know, gave his friends the money and that's why they can't get it. Right? But I remember listening to interviews with Takashi69, and he was very arrogant. He had no fears that he was ever gonna, you know, that anything bad was ever gonna happen to him. You know, he was out here just letting his mouth fly, being reckless. He was, you know, he he thought he was untouchable. So I personally don't think that this was a plan by Takashi69 to just defraud Fashion Nova of this um, $225,000. I just think that it was an unfortunate, you know, lineup of, of events um, that yes, it, that were instigated by his behaviors, but I don't think it was his intention to, you know, s- s- essentially steal Fashion Nova's money. But that is my thought. So what do you guys think? Because we got six people on, um, Instagram. So I, you know, what are your thoughts about Takashi69 and this Fashion Nova deal? Because Fashion Nova, they're not just suing for the $225,000. They're suing for $2,225,000. So they're saying, we want the money that we paid you back, plus we want $2 million in damages. Do you think that that is a reasonable amount for Fashion Nova to try and sue for? That's another question that, that you know I would like an answer to. I, for one, think that Fashion Nova is doing a little much. They have so many people out here endorsing their line. Like, I feel like in the in the rankings of influencers, Takashi sixty nine uh, is not even in the top five, or at least wasn't at the time when they made the deal. Um, Chosen seventy one said he couldn't predict he was going to jail. You're right, he couldn't predict he was going to jail. Who plans on going to jail, right? People do not commit crimes, you know, um, with the intention of going to jail for the most part. Um, so I don't know, maybe there's, you know, a small, small percentage that do. Um, Violet Owl Creation said, I think Fashion Nova is doing the most based on the amount of money. I do too. I do too. $2,225,000. That's a little much. Like how much revenue do you think, you know, um, advertising or having Takashi 69 advertising for you was going to bring in. Um, Kels Butter said, man, the greed is real out here with these big companies. Jeez. Look, <laughs> it's a recession. All right. The Rona is cutting off everybody money. So Fashion Nova's trying to get it however they can. Be Captivating by Angel said they are tripping. They knew what they were getting into when they chose someone so temperamental. And, and see, that's the thing. It's like a lot of... Th- celebrities, you know, unless you have a behavior clause or whatever, 
you know, when you're endorsing with a celebrity, you got to take them as is, which is why you need to research the people that you're working with. Cause you don't want someone, you know, who may misrepresent your, your brand. However, Fashion Nova just has any and everybody out. Look, I'm about to get me a Fashion Nova endorsement quite soon. So if y'all see me out here promoting the NPL consulting Fashion Nova line, don't judge cause I will take their money. <laughs> But Fashion Nova does, you know, um, you d- does use a lot of famous people to influence. Like, I, I can't, even people who I don't know, I'll be like, who is this person and why are they, you know, a, an ambassador for Fashion Nova? So, uh, we will have to wait and see what happens between Fashion Nova and Takashi 69's people. <laughs> Chosen 71 said, get your coins. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Um, but I mean, considering that Takashi's, whoa. My bad, guys. Somebody just tried to call me. I I apologize. Um, What was I saying? Yes. So, um, good luck to Takashi69. I think he's serving out his two-year sentence right now after that. I don't know what's going to happen to him. People were talking about witness protection, but the man has tattoos all over his face that are very recognizable. So, I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, I feel like Fashion Nova's doing the most, but, um, yeah, those were the stories that I had for you guys today. Like I said, it was going to be a quick show. We talked about the 1966 documentary, Endless Summer, and how Nike's trying to rip them off, um, and Nike seems to have a history of doing that, because we just talked about them doing that with someone else a few months ago, and, um, Fashion Nova versus Takashi 69. So, that is, uh, the end of the show for tonight, guys. I want to remind you, uh, if you want to connect with me, the best way to do that is to go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is where you can book your appointments. That is where you can uh, download the, the BizLaunch cheat sheet. That is where you can get products from my digital store, like the Dunn's Number Workshop Replay. Like, if you are trying to be one of these suppliers because everybody's running out, you're going to need a Dunn's Number. So go get the workshop, okay? Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. And go listen to my interview on the War Cry Radio podcast. The link for that, again, is at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Um, so I will be back on Monday. You guys take care of yourselves over the weekend. Take it easy. You know, eat well, rest. Don't stress yourself out. Try not to be anxious. Not going to lie. I've been getting a little anxious the last couple days. But, you know, you got to do things to keep yourself up. All right. So have a great weekend. Totally enjoyed hanging out with you guys. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, shit, I forgot to turn this off. Sorry, guys.